Hello, I'm Lisa Peter, and I'm coming to you today from the Ill, the Edwin Elder Library. And today I am going to be reading from my notes and <clears throat> the book, Prayer, 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 The Supreme Need of the Hour by Andrew D. Ershon. And we're on chapter 10, Back to Prayer. Basil Malov was called the friend of Russia. The clarion calls us back to the Bible, back to Christ, and now we add back to prayer, to a prayer closet at the foot of the Master. Every progress in life without prayer is not progress at all. Every seeming victory in our work which does not wrestle through prayer is defeat. Prayerless activity made proud, arrogant, cold, believers in self instead of depending upon God. Churches have forgotten how to pray. By far the larger majority of professing church members have forgotten what it is to be present in real, heart-lifting, heaven-reaching, prayer-answer-receiving prayer meetings. Back to the Bible. Back to Christ. The real Christ. Not just one of us, but the incarnate Son of God, the eternal Word made flesh, the Lord of glory. We may all know about the virgin birth and the second coming, but unless through a life of continued praying, allowing the Jesus child to grow up in us to perfect man. Or what avail is all of our knowledge? It is to our own condemnation. For the letter killeth, it is the spirit that generates life. God is not a God of the dead, but of the living. We will not find him in our formulas. We will not find him in dead formulas, in cold, abstract doctrines, not even in most correctly and rightly dividing the word of truth, except the breath of God sweeping through purified spirit. That's what maketh alive. Only through prayers. There is no substitute for it. A prayer life means abiding in Christ. It is impossible to keep up fellowship with our Lord without a cleansed life and without habitual prayer in the Spirit. You cannot lead a victorious life if you become too busy to have daily communion with the Lord. Without a clean heart, you will not have an appetite for prayer. And without continued prayer... Or a person will soon lose their pure heart. It takes both. You gotta pray. You gotta pray to have a pure heart, and then you gotta keep that prayer heart to keep making you want to pray. That's my own ad lib. We cannot have great selfishness, ill will, actual hate, evil tempers, bad attitudes, unforgiving spirits, a worldly disposition, and far worse than all of these is a terrible absence of genuine humble considerate stooping down, ready to serve everybody, love. While boasting of tongue and of men, of, while boasting of tongues of men and of angels, of our faith and knowledge, prophecies and, per, and, can't read my word right here. We have to, uh, uh, bestowing our goods, to feed and clothe the poor and of willingness to sacrifice our very bodies, all of what may be splendid. We have forgotten the better way. I still don't know. Oh, I think that one word was mysteries. Yeah. Way up there it says, um, 
of our faith and knowledge, prophecy, and mysteries. Okay, I won't go back and read everything else. Where there is no love, there is no God. Our master's example, he loved his own unto the end and proved his love by being their servant. To sum up the whole, we must pray habitually, faithfully, true praying. That means fellowship with God. It means we talk to him, but we also listen for him to talk to us. God moves and dwells in the atmosphere of love. Loveless prayer is empty. A sounding brass and tingling cymbals and cannot reach the heart of God. He that prays most will love most. Love that breathes out prayer will see spiritual revival. Sinners will be converted. Sacrifices. Sacrificial to the cause of Christ. God being glorified. Back to prayer. Let us pray. Last night I listened to a sermon by Brother Chester Wright, and he was talking about how that is our call, our call to prayer, our call to war is prayer. And you know, battles are fought. Battles are fought when we are on our knees. Not I say knees, but a lot of times I don't kneel down and pray. I walk and pray, and I've talked about that before. So I'm standing up, but still... It's still being submissive um, when you kneel down either physically or just putting yourself humbly before the throne. That's what it means. And you just yield to God and you ask God to order your steps to help you every day and to be on that lookout for him to lead you to the right people, to the hungry people. And, you know, I post a lot on the Internet and that's my prayer. It may not seem like a lot of people listen to me and right now my podcast might not seem like a lot of people hear me but i know that god he can use our little bits and use it for a lot for his kingdom um brother um chester wright i go back to what i was talking about his um prayer thing he was talking about how he asked god to lead him to a people um that were hungry for him when he had um, started a church it's like they were having services and there's just like a, a just a core group just a few people and uh, it's like nobody would come, or maybe a few people would come, but they wouldn't stay. Well, he prayed that God would lead him to hungry hearts, and he found a couple. He found some people, and he told he told his mother-in-law, which she was an evangelist herself, um, told him, says, I found me a Cornelius. And she was kind of just like, she'd been in the church long enough. No, she goes, well, just because people say they'll come doesn't mean they will come. But this, to make a long story short, this man did come, and him and his wife, and they did get baptized, and they did receive the Holy Ghost, and God has used them mightily. In fact, God called them to preach, and they have been pastors, and they have won many, many people to the Lord. See, your faithfulness does pay off. When you pray and you put God first, He will give the increase. So let this, let's be like this Basil Maloff. I don't know. I didn't write down a whole bunch about him, but he was a man that was called... To, he did, he sacrificed his self by prayer, to prayer and fasting, and God did great revival. So God bless you. You have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.